This is the Two V T Two V T podcast. Daddy and Steve are awesome. Hey everybody, welcome to Two B T. I'm David. I'm Michael. Hey, what is going on, Mr. Michael? Everything's it's been so going long. on. It's been so long, dude. I hate it whenever we, I hate it whenever we have these long breaks in between recordings and stuff like that because I've got to have my fill of Michael. Like it's it's just yeah. it's just it's just not. I I get like unbalanced and getting to talk to you like in person like we 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 speak over messenger but that just doesn't do that doesn't that doesn't do the due diligence like getting to talk to you over the phone like what we are right now recording remotely or you know even better in person where we just get to like hang out and relax for a little bit it's so badass man it's yeah, just like it, we we were just talking for like forty minutes and just solved everything wrong with the United States. So now <laughs> we're gonna get it, to right? something a little bit lighter, and it's just yeah, it's just yeah, because we put our two heads together. There's nothing we can't figure out. Exactly, now you sure it's recording because a week or two ago I was recording um, the <laughs> Texas history thing, and I did an entire thirty-seven minute episode, and you didn't record it, and I realized that I was using my. The laptop speaker, not my actual, not my speaker oh. microphone, and it's terrible in well, quality. I, and I, I'm, I, 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 I'm a, I did, like a rookie mistake because I always test it out beforehand, <laughs> and I, so I know on my end they'll at least hear me talking to nothing if you're not and recording. You, you know, I, I, I hate that that happened to you, but I'm glad that it happened to you also because we both know that I've made that mistake quite a few times. Recording the 2BT for us, man. So, in fact, I think it was like our first episode I did that on. And then uh, our uh, numerous episodes afterwards. I can at least think of like five, possibly, that I, that I know that yeah. I did that on. So Yeah, the first so, few were just on your laptop. I mean, you went through the whole process of setting up the microphones. and Oh, yeah. You know, that was good practice for us. but uh... Yeah, right? It's, it's, <laughs> it, was, it was practicing microphone discipline and saying it in front of the mic is what that was. Yeah. So yeah, 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 exactly. But yeah, man, it just like getting to talk to you feels like it fills my soul back up. Like I'll run on like half empty and then all of a sudden I get the Michael time in. I'm like, all right, cool, man. Like if, if, if people would just put us in charge, dude, we could, ah. we could, we could change the United States and it would be a pretty awesome, prosperous place and stuff, you know? And I think, uh, we, could, I think we could appease both sides to tell you the truth, man. See, this, here's the thing. I learned this about myself a long time ago, Dave. I will be your right hand man, but I'm not the leader. So oh, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a great, I'm a good team. I'm a great team player and I'm a good support person. Yeah. And you're the, you're, you gotta be the guy in charge. I'm, I'll be for that because well, I got, I, I, I'm, I got enough to do, honestly. We just, <laughs> we just, you know what we have to do? What we have to do is we need to, we gotta hire ourselves a puppet is what we gotta do. So we could be in charge because I'm too ugly to be in charge. So like, I, I, like people would look at me and they're like, I'm not taking orders from this guy. He's too ugly. Like it's, I don't know how the hell I ever even got a girlfriend 
let alone some chick to actually marry me at one point in time. And now I've actually like suckered in this other girl to be my girlfriend. So I'm like, you know, I, I feel like I'm, 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 I'm doing pretty good, but I also kind of feel like I'm pulling the wool over her eyes just a little bit also and be like, Hey, hey, hey yeah. man, nobody this- sees themselves as the, everybody else sees them. <laughs> I know it, right. I, you know, I've got a teenage daughter. Well, she's almost not a teenager anymore, but everybody looks at them and she's a beautiful young lady and yeah, she's so self-critical. I'm like, you, I, I, get, I get so frustrated some nights. Will you just stop talking about this blah, 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 or that blah, blah. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with you. There's right. absolutely nothing wrong with you. And but d- that's everybody, everybody thinks less of themselves for yeah. not everybody. No, the, the sad that's, thing is a lot of people don't. A lot of people really think yeah. a lot of themselves. Oh, I know it. Trust me, I went to school with a lot of people that thought a lot of themselves. And I will say that I feel I feel worse for women whenever it comes to that aspect because A, they've got a lot more pressure on them. But oh, B, yeah. like like but B, especially teenage girls, they yeah. are 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 hyperly self-critical. Like they are are more self-critical than like than what they need to be because like like you're you you're correct you your teenage daughter she's a pretty girl man she like sorry i hope that doesn't come off as creepy i'm not intending it to be creepy i'm no. being complimentary or whatever you know i didn't want anybody else out there to think that i was being all creeperific or anything like no, that no man no. it's just it's just yeah it's just like she is like it's just well i also think that my nieces are beautiful young ladies as well you know and like i see them go through it all the time also and it's like man like you it's not you fair don't need yeah you don't need to wear all that makeup i like to call no. it war paint yeah i like to call it war paint it's like i'm but i'm a more of a natural person like i i i like it whenever you know, there's not a lot of plastic surgery. There's not a lot of makeup. I want to see your natural, true colors shining through. I don't want to see uh, uh, war paint that you've painted on, that you've caked on an inch thick, and that you're hiding every all, all your features. To me, uh, the flaws in life are the beauty in life. You know, the yeah. the beauty marks, the freckles, the the scars, the 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 whatever. You know, all of that is what causes somebody to be somebody and all those, you know, especially scars, scars all have stories, man. Like, well, I got this scar by, I got this scar by crawling over a barbed wire fence and like it pulled out from the tree that it was stapled into. And then the wire wrapped around my leg and cut the hell out of my leg. And that's how I got that scar. Yeah. Every scar I've got a story. And, you know, I mean, the one between my, between my eyes was a sledgehammer. Uh, you know, there's lots of stories. It's like that lady that's running for, uh, is he running for a Senate or something like that? And people were like, look at her. She's got tattoos and she has tattoos on her scars that she got from a, when she was in the military, when her plane, her helicopter went down. Yeah. That's from shrapnel, you know? So, so don't, yeah. Tattoos have stories. Yeah, and you got you got to be careful with those. A lot of people don't realize you got to be careful with those, and you got to wait like a few years after you get the scar to be able mm-hmm. to tattoo over it because it can actually open back up if it hasn't been oh. proper enough time to tattoo over top of it. That's a little little bit of a knowledge that I picked up uh, from uh, from from some tattoo buddies of mine or whatever. Did not yeah, know no, that. Yeah, but I don't. I don't yeah. know enough about it. How long ago? Native Americans yeah. did it too. They they if they got a scar in battle, they they accentuate it with uh, tattoos. Comanches, I think, did that sometimes. Yeah. See, that's, yeah. see, stuff like that is like fascinating to me and stuff. 
But yeah, yeah, no, man. Steven's got a scar underneath his eye that I remember whenever he got it. <laughs> we, we he was changing the oil before oh, we God. went down to Corpus. Before we went down to Corpus one year, and he was changing the oil, and he was, uh, you know, using a using a socket wrench to uh, oh. to loosen loosen the plug on the on the on the oil pan, and the socket wrench slipped off the off the off the plug. And popped him right underneath the eye, mm-hmm. and and he had to go get. They didn't stitch it up, but they you know they taped it closed or whatever. Yeah. And then we seriously left for Corpus the next day, and he couldn't get his head underwater or anything like that because he couldn't get the get the seawater in there. And Lord knows, can't get the Gulf water in there because he might get some sort of flesh eating bacteria or whatever. Yeah, yeah, isn't that crazy? They had to what was that Texas City? They had to shut down its water supply because that young boy got a brain eating amoeba. From their water supply, oh, I hadn't heard about that. <laughs> yeah, that was crap. like two yeah. weeks ago, man. And we really? just went down. We just went down to Gallison like last month. Holy and crap, it, man! And it's like, oh wow, well, okay. <laughs> no, yeah. let's get um. You got two books <laughs> you wanted to tell me about. Yeah, actually, I was gonna, I was gonna. You, you just said that you were down in, in Galveston and Texas City and stuff like that, and I was like, hey, man, that's a great segue to talk about Roll Initiative. Uh, I've got a buddy of mine who is, uh, he's, he's an artist and we've, we've talked about his work before on here. He, uh, does this bones series of artwork and he travels around a lot of conventions and settles, sells his, his, his art, you know, at these conventions, but he's also done this, uh, comic book and it's the first two books of his comic in one, uh, one, one book it's uh self-published. I, I got it through a Kickstarter. Uh, I, I particularly wanted to bring it up just because I got it the other day, but it also kind of works out because he lives in southwestern Louisiana, and this is the second time this year that he's been uh, evacuated because of hurricanes. And so, you know, it's it's pretty rough time, especially for somebody like him who is a uh, independent artist who that 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 is what he does for the most of his living. He does, you know, side jobs and builds fences and all like this type of good stuff to make ends meet. But his main income that he relies upon is selling his artwork and things like that at conventions or whatnot. So he did this one book. It's called Roll Initiative, and it's a series that he's got going on. Like I said, this is issue one and issue two. Uh, I have not had a chance to delve into it yet. It is uh, uh, very much based on like D&D or whatnot. And the Kickstarter that I took place on uh, gave you character sheets for the players. For I'm sorry, not for the players, but for the characters in the book. And, and all like this type of good stuff. The, 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 the artwork is, is of course stylized like a lot of, uh, artwork is, but it's, it's absolutely beautifully drawn, man. Like, uh, there's, there's a dwarf looks like a halfling and then an elf that are, uh, kind of traveling around. That's either a halfling or a gnome. I'm going to say it's a gnome since they're riding, since he's riding on a ferret, but <laughs> it's like a no, larger I'm ferret. A... I'm looking at the Kickstarter page right now, and his artwork is top notch. I mean, it's right. You know, I read a lot of, I've read a lot of fantasy comics from like oh yeah neo, fantasy like post-apocalyptic fantasy to actually like D and D kind of fantasy, and his work is top notch. And he should oh yeah, and he he should. I know he's tried. I'm sure he needs to keep trying because he should get work from just about any comic book publisher. Oh yeah, yeah. And right he now, is, I don't he see is, how he has them. He, he, uh, he, he. The the biggest thing that's affected him is 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 of course COVID, and then the other thing is is uh, hurricanes. And uh, he was actually, uh, you know, I've 
you know, friends with him on social media and stuff like that. And one of the things that he posts a lot on social media is on how much he actually misses his D and D group right now. Yeah. So, uh, so, so, so that's, that's, that's a big thing for him as well, that not getting to, you know, with the COVID and he's not being able to travel around to conventions and, and, and help make his living. And not only that, but he's also not, not able to have his D and D group get together and play D and D. Uh, man, he's, he's, he's a very talented guy. He does, he builds his own miniatures and all like this type of good stuff. Oh yeah. Makes, makes dice towers and all like this. And it's, it's, it's pretty neat. And like, well, dice towers, I don't know if you're familiar with these, but you know, you take it, take your dice, you shake them around, you pour them down inside the little tower and they come out into like a little courtyard and that's your role. To make sure they're dice, like a, yeah. Yeah. On keeps your dice contained. Yeah. Keeps your dice contained. They don't go skittering across the table and knocking any miniatures over. And, and they don't no go questioning, And there's no the questioning whether you were trying to put a little, yeah, you know, yeah, magic yeah. there on that roll. Yeah, a little backspin on it or something like that, trying to help that four-sided die come out to, to four or whatnot. You know, those types me, of things. But Let me ask you a question. He raised, right. he he had a $4,000 goal. He raised 6245 Mm-hmm. Um, is it too late to jump on? I'd because I would like to just get the PDF just to read it because it looks so good. Uh, you know, or is it man, too late? Uh, I don't think it's too late. I want to say he's. Let me uh, let me pull up his Facebook real fast, and I'll tell you for sure. Uh, yeah, he. Uh, you know, I I saw him post something. I think it was just on Friday because I actually got this book late Friday. Um. I got this book late Friday, and uh, it was uh, actually his his Facebook profile picture is is a picture of the dwarf right now. <laughs> oh, really? But uh, yeah, he uh, he posted something on Friday, I think about about the. Uh, he I love the fact that he made I'm, character I'm sheets for each character, and he has the monster stat sheets you can get if you get high enough of a. <laughs> I love that. Oh, yeah. Because as we know, a lot of the, some of our favorite writers, they actually do that for their characters, and they just yeah. kind of play it out, and it's like, oh, crap, I just killed my favorite character. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, know it. We won't talk about killing favorite characters just yet, man. Oh, no. Oh, that, my God. Oh, uh, 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 yeah, you're yeah. okay. You're about to... I've been a little bit weepy lately. <laughs> oh, dude, tell, yeah, tell me about it, about man. To, you're about to make me cry all over again right there, man. <laughs> uh, we probably shouldn't even mention that, but we, yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah. You know what? Let me, let me look to see for the, let me look for the Facebook page for actual. Well, while, while you look at that, about the time, one of the times he got evacuated, we had gone down and that's when one of those hurricanes was brewing that actually hit Louisiana we were afraid it was going to hit Galveston when we went down there, but we were just there for a day. We went to see my daughter, picked her up where she was going to school, went down to Galveston. To, we took my youngest daughter to the ocean for the first time. Um, it was too way too rough to let her. I mean, you know how the waves come up and it's like a foot deep. That's where we let her play. Um, oh, yeah. Um, that's the safest for her because yeah. we didn't know how she was going to react to it. At oh, all. Yeah, yeah. And she loved it. It's so oh, fun. that's awesome! But the I've never seen the and I've been down there during storms before. I've never saw, and the weather was sunny, but the 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 tide never would go out. It wouldn't go out. If you know, if really? it makes any sense, yeah. It, it oh just yeah, kept yeah. It just coming, just like kept the, coming in. Yeah, and it was super. It kind of reminded me of the Galveston hurricanes because the tide just started coming in from both yeah. sides. 
and we drove on the other side, the the mainland side of the island later that night because we went and rode. If you ever go to Galveston, and I know it's a pain in the butt to sit for like 30, 45 minutes in a line to ride a ferry, but it's so much fun. I can't rent a boat, and I don't trust yeah. myself with a boat. But riding the ferry <laughs> and sitting up in the front and watching the porpoises jump and getting to oh, see. There's, yeah. a, there's an old World War One uh, tanker that was built during World War and made out of concrete. Yeah, okay, that they, yeah. That they sank there, and there's a submarine. I think it's a Seawolf. Anyhow, you can yep. see all this stuff just going over to Bolivar Point. You can hang out over there for a little while. There's a there's a lighthouse that a lot of people took refuge in during the hurricane in 1900 because the entire peninsula was covered with water, and the water actually was going up inside that little tiny lighthouse that held like 100 people. And I was Holy looking at this crap. lighthouse, and I don't know see how 100 people fit in that thing. Really? They, they got so They're lucky. probably just everybody, crammed in there. Yeah. Because everybody that on the train that stayed on the train ended up dead. Um, but yeah, that, the water was coming in from the bay then. That's what just from the hurricane being in the Gulf. I'd never experienced that. Yeah. And you know that, 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 uh, that hurricane was still known as the worst, uh, natural disaster, I think, that the United States has ever faced, as in terms of loss of life or whatever. It's uh, the, the most, it's the worst natural disaster in American history. Yeah. Yeah. In, in American history. Yeah. Uh, I did find out that, 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 uh, rule initiative it's, you can, uh, I'll just read his post. Rule initiative is a story that is a story I've written and illustrated. I started, I started over a year ago. Book one contains one issues one and two, as well as a short story clocking in at a beefy 70 plus pages. Each copy is $25, including shipping. If you missed your chance for the Kickstarter, then now is your time to snatch up this book while supplies last. Mm-hmm. Thanks again for your support. Shares appreciated. Uh, and it's actually, you can get the, the get the graphic novel on Etsy. I'm going to actually take it and I'm going to uh, click the link and I'm just going to go ahead and send it to you in Messenger or whatever. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, but yeah, you, you can actually get the book. It's, it's great, man. Like my copy came with some stickers and like an extra like print and all like this type of good stuff. Uh, but it's, it's, it's a very, uh, very interesting, but like I said, I haven't had a chance to read it yet. Uh, just from what I've seen very soon, just from what I've seen on the, on the Kickstarter promo pages, it looks, um, it looks just right up my alley. So, oh yeah. I'm at least going to borrow it from you, and if I get a chance, I'm going to buy it from him. Okay, yeah, also. yeah, most definitely. Uh, I was going to say, I, I, was support, gonna... I love supporting independent artists like that. Oh yeah, rather than throwing my money towards somebody that rather um, than yeah, exactly. That's somebody that's. I mean, and I'm not saying that the major labels or, no. or what you know, major publishers of comic books. I'm not saying that those artists and and, and authors don't need help. I'm just oh, no, saying no. that. That, that, you know, to me, I'm going to try to support a friend and help out a friend anytime that I possibly can. But also his work is freaking amazing too. So, so I, I, I try to support him and, 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 uh, and, 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 and help him out whenever I possibly can, you know, just, just because like, uh, yeah, you know, just to, just to kind of do what I can to help out a buddy. But like I said, I can't, I can't express how much I love his actual artwork as whenever it comes to even this, this comic looks amazing. Another book I want to talk about real fast. And this book, this book is not mine. Uh, it actually was picked up by Nick and I kind of want to get a copy myself just because it's, uh, I read the book for the first time 
just this last year in 2019, and it vaulted into one of my top five, top ten. I won't say top five. I'll say it's in my top ten favorite books of all time. Okay. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's an it's it's a graphic novel of Slaughterhouse Five by oh Kurt Vonnegut. Oh my God, really? Yes, it's a story by Kurt Vonnegut, written by Ryan North and illustrated by Albert Montes. Uh, covered by Scott Newen and Albert Montes. And it's Archaea, A-R-C-H-A-I-A, Los Angeles, California, is a publisher. Uh, really? And it it was just published in 2020. So it's, it's, it's brand new. This is the first time that the book has actually been done in a uh, graphic novel form. And I I haven't read this one yet, but I will read this one as well, just because I, I'm I'm really enjoying just looking at the at the uh, at the artwork in this as well. It's it's it too is, is stylized. It kind of has that uh, almost almost kind of feels a little bit like Beetle Bailey a little bit, you know, but not like not super stylized like Beetle Bailey where you got like the the, it's a, the the pudgy looking dude and all like this type of good stuff, you know. It's funny maybe, that maybe, you funny that you mentioned this because a couple of days ago, Jay, what is it when you put somebody? He he said, "Hey, me on Twitter," and yeah. sent a picture of the very book you're talking about. Oh, really? He got it's it's a uh, yeah, Kurt Vonnegut with Ryan North and Albert Monte Montes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, you know, that's interesting. You said top ten books. I don't know if I could do it, but this has got to be. This is definitely in it. It's yeah, I'd say in it's in my top top, five, top ten, maybe top fifteen. A top ten is saying is is saying quite a bit, but yeah, yeah, man, it's 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 high up there on the list for me for damn sure. You know, uh, yeah, it, especially with somebody like you, like somebody like you that's probably quadrupled, quintupled. I don't know what six would be the amount of books that I've read, <laughs> you know, like I've, I've read quite a bit of quite a, quite a few. And that's, that's thanks to audible, uh, go to www.audible.com slash nerdy legion to sign up for your one free month, one free book. You don't have to keep yeah. the subscription, but you get to keep the book and you're going to keep the subscription because it's going to be freaking awesome. But you know, thanks to things like audible with my dyslexia, it's, mm-hmm. it, it, I have issues reading and, and I have, and it's not necessarily reading. I read really slow and then I don't always comprehend exactly what I read. So a lot of times I'll have to like read a page like four or five times to really be able to understand everything. I'm right. very good with, with doing it in the ways of audible and actually hearing it read to me. And all like that. It's even better if, you know, they're doing like the different voices for the different characters. But I'm also good with listening to a history book and hearing a guy just drone on about whatever. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm totally fine with those as well. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, Slaughterhouse Five, like I said, it was, I, I had never read it before. And then I read it for the first time just this last year. And it vaulted, like I said, up to like one of my top, one of my favorite books of all time. I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. And if, if I count like certain series instead of saying just like, well, this book out of this series or whatever, I say like this whole series as a book because I do the same with movies, you know, I won't yeah. pick a star Wars movie. I'll just say star Wars. And I mean, the entire series of star Wars is number yeah. one for my list. And then number yeah. two would be Indiana Jones. And I'm not saying 
in, in a specific Indiana Jones movie. I'm saying any Indiana Jones movie because I can sit there and watch basically any, any Indiana Indiana Jones movie that I want to and yeah. just be totally fine for the day. Like, that'll be great. Like, I'll sit there and I'll watch the Raiders and then the, 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 the Temple of Doom and then Last Crusade. And occasionally I'll watch the, the, the number four kingdom of the crystal skull, but I'm not too keen on that one, but you know, to each their own, that's everybody's own decision. But anyways, yeah, man, it just like, I read that book and it just vaulted. And so whenever I saw Nick walk in with this, I was like, Holy crap, dude, I didn't know that they did that. I'm just going to have to get a copy just for myself. He loaned me his to read, but I'm going to get a copy myself just so that way I can have it in my collection. And I really don't have very many copies of physical books just because of that whole purpose, you know? Well, I knew Nick had good taste. I knew I liked him for some reasons. (laughs) Right. Yeah. 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 He's been, he's been trying to get me on the Chuck Palahniuk or Palahniuk or however the heck you pronounce that guy. Oh man. Well, I've read, I haven't read all of his and I'm not going to try to say his name, but, you know, the whole, I mean, he's the dude that wrote Fight Club. He's written several other, I've read some of them. He's a hell of a writer. He loves to kind of, he really does sometimes go for shock factor and he can really get, uh, I, I don't know. Some, it's like, it's like the rough side of life. I mean, Fight Club. I mean, he, <laughs> he created the book Fight Club. I mean, look oh, at yeah, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And what came out, the, yeah. And the movie that I, came I, out from that, too. I recommend it. I'd give him a, I'd give him a shot. Uh, one thing, you mentioned Audible, and since we already talked about that, they've added a new feature just for the level that we're subscribed at. They yeah. opened up a huge library of books that are just free to listen to, not oh, their yeah. Audible originals, just books. And I don't know if it's like a, they're like cycling through. Like I grabbed one and started listening to it last week called The Captive. It's a new release in the last year about... Uh, a guy, a guy tracing the history of one of his family members that had been, lived with the Comanches for like a year, three years, and really? came back, changed, and never adapted back to to normal civilized life because he he enjoyed it so much. He a lot of people yeah. just chose not to come back. He and he was one. He's telling the story because and he researches the histories of like fourteen other young people that lived had been taken captive and. You know, and it's free. And I was like, man, yeah. I can't buy this right now. I need to save my money. But it's like, nope, there it is, free. <laughs> yeah, no, no. That's, you know, I, I got uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula for free as well. And I, I think it was actually part of that. And I was I was trying to read. I'm still kind of doing it a little bit here, a little bit there. Uh, uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula, Dracula. I don't know if you've ever read the actual book, but it's a little bit... It's to me right now. It's a little bit difficult to read because it's all the diary of so and so person, the diary of so and so person, the diary of so and so person from the diary of so and so or from you know I, whatever. I remember, yeah, I remember reading it. It's it's it is a it's a classic for a reason because it pretty much created the whole vampire horror. Oh yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. But at the same time, it is a little bit. I remember I read it when I was like a. a teenager the first time i read it and i remember it was a little it's so old it was written so long ago and they this oh, writing yeah. style from we're about to i'm about to, i just sent you a link in that thing i had you set up a picture oh, okay. of something and the writing style between this writer and the writing style between bram stoker quite different i'd say yeah uh hopefully me, it'll come I'm through i'm pulling to that you. up right now just a second uh uh 
got to refresh it because it's just, it's not showing up on because I've got it on my computer. I, I haven't put that on my phone yet. Hmm. And you sent it through the. Up. Yeah, it's not showing up. Hold on. Let me just. I'm gonna do a picture with my phone. All right. My internet's so slow. It probably took forever. Uh, um, yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, no, man. It's been a, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a good year for books and a bad year for books or bad year for characters. <laughs> it's about to Again. get really good, for, even better for books when you see this. There, I messaged oh, it to yeah. you. All right. Is is, is that? Uh, it's coming through should should come through on a text this right. actually shocked me because i was just pulling up um some information i was looking for a book you know we started reading a book together called helmet for my pillow oh yeah which was yeah, yeah. one of the two books used as a basis for the the, the show series pacific by robert e lecky yes and it reminded me of another book i had to read for i read that book uh uh, what was the other book um, by Sledge? Oh, the with the old breed. With the old I breed. Think, yeah, yeah, that book. And then I had to read this book by James Brady called "The Coldest War" about Korea. And oh, Stephen okay. had mentioned one of those the other day. I'm like, yeah, those three books. I read this book probably 15 years ago, and all three of these books I read that, that long ago still stuck in my head. That's oh, why yeah. when you said you were going to read. Um, helmet for my pillow i'm like yep i'll i'll do an audible version for that that'd be awesome yeah man uh the uh the with the old breed by eb sledge uh it, it is uh it's done the same way that that helmet for my pillow is done to where they they have the original audible version but i guess after the pacific tv show was made they went through and did a another audio version of it to where Tom Hanks gives an intro just like what he did with Helmet for My Pillow by Robert E. Leckie. Uh, yeah. With with the with the with the old breed with e, by E. B. Sledge, it has uh, introduction done by Tom Hanks, and then the actual book is read by the uh, by the character who played E. B. Sledge yeah. in the movie, which was Eli, and I can't remember what his middle name was, but Eli B. Sledge was was his name, and. Uh, <laughs> It's, that's it's, the same. It, that's the same thing for helmet for my pillow. That's the yeah, character. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, awesome. The character, the character that played Robert Robert Lecky, uh, actually play actually does the narration for the book Helmet for My Pillow, and uh, it. I, I I just wanted to uh, have a little weird little factoid real quick. The uh, the guy who played E. B. Sledge that played Eli Sledge in the in the show The Pacific is the little kid from Jurassic Park. No way. Yes. Yeah. Oh. You know the one that, the one from the first Jurassic Park movie with the with the little redheaded boy and the girl and he makes the joke while they're sitting in the tree of like what do you call a blind dinosaur? Or do you think he saw us? That is that kid that's playing EB Sledge in 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 uh the Pacific. I got to look this up. Oh yeah, we'll see. We were talking about talking about that the other day at work, and I I was I brought okay. up something. I, I see brought it. up something. Yeah, I brought up something the other day at work about uh, 
about Jurassic Park. And this guy was like, man, I don't know. I was really young whenever Jurassic Park came out. And I was like, that movie's not that old. And then we looked it up and it came out in 93. And I was like, holy crap, dude. <laughs> oh, don't worry that about that. movie is that old. <laughs> I was like, no, son you're, of a you're, gun. you're older. You're even older, dude. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> just, just, just go just with it. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I was in high school, man. I don't even want to think about it. Oh man, yeah. now it's downloading. I got the, I got the, I got the thing, but it's, it's telling me tap the Look download. at Messenger. Look in the Messenger. Then I sent it as a text too. Yeah, I can't believe. No, no, that's. I sent it out of three. I can't believe out of three different pieces of software, none of them can send a simple picture in ten minutes. <laughs> no, I right. tell people well, all the time my internet is the worst out here. Yeah. Well, see, that's what gets me is like you, you show me that text. A, look in the you, all in the family on Messenger. Yeah, it's I'm getting it's it's downloading right now for some reason. I've oh got a bad God. internet connection. Also, <laughs> that's we're just not we're just not meant to be like Which is why we today, don't. I guess. This is why we do not um, do these remote things I know using it. any of the zoom well, or and that's, whatever and that's what's, do. that's what's yeah that's what's stupid because i usually have good internet connection like usually my internet connection is awesome but here this past week i don't know what the heck's been going on my internet connection has been absolute crap and so it's been just absolute like pulling teeth like i can't get that blasted picture to load that you sent man i'm both anticipation is uh, killing me yeah should Through i just text, say See, this is gonna yeah. be. Uh, this is supposed to be a whole thing. You're gonna open it up and go, "Oh my god!" Yeah. And now I feel like I've built this Ouch. up, and you're gonna be like, "Oh, I knew that." <laughs> <laughs> Ready like Player Two. Ready what? Player Two by Ernest. No, Lyman I did not know up, that. Coming out in November. Really. November twenty fourth. Happy Thanksgiving, man. Oh, and I don't awesome. know. And the beautiful thing about the. Audible version is Will Wheaton's doing it. Awesome. I don't know. I do not know anything about the premise for it. Yeah. Other than we know how the Ready Player One ended. I just yeah. discovered this is happening. I'm like, that's that can't be. That's too good. That's too good to be true. All you got to do now is give me uh, the next uh, Red Rising novel this year, and I'll oh, and the Expanse man. or the Expanse novel. Well, I know the Expanse one's not going to be out till next year. And I'll be, yeah. you know, I don't, I won't ask for anything else for this year other than, well, I won't say it. I can't say that because I don't want to make a lot of people mad. <laughs> yeah. Well, man, like I'm terrified for the next Red Rising novel, but I'm also ready for the red next Red Rising novel also. So it's kind of well, like. He's, he's taking so much <laughs> joy in just making people anticipate all the evil he's doing. <laughs> no, it's right. Because he'll, he'll constantly post things of like, he'll take a, uh a screenshot of, of, or not necessarily a screenshot, but he'll take a picture of his phone, you know, with his phone of, 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 uh, I just realized, sorry, I just realized that that link that I sent for roll initiative didn't send either. So, but anyways, he'll take a, he'll take a, a picture with his phone and ask people if he should get back to, to writing or if he should go do this or whatever. And of course everybody's like, get back to writing. And he'll be like, Nope, I'm going to go do this for a little bit. And it's like, oh, yeah. dude, you just he just he just enjoys torturing us so much 
But yeah, man, I, I, I've got internet issues, I guess, because even I'm even trying to send this link to you right now, and that's just not working. Yeah, I'll get it. No worries. Yeah, yeah, it'll 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 send eventually. Speaking of books that were adapted to something, you remember that book, um, Lovecraft Country, that I was so happy about and and enjoyed so yeah. much. Uh, it, it's an HBO series now, and I actually signed up for a couple of months of HBO just there. That real initiative just came through, uh, just to watch it. And my wife's, she's loving it. And I yeah. love the book. So I'm not, I, here's the thing, you know, so when, uh, I, I sometimes get annoyed with people that don't like something because it's not the book. Well, I'm being that person with this book because the book was so perfect, <laughs> so perfect. And I'm like, well, yeah. wait a second. I understand making changes, but you just kill a major character that lasts the entire book in the first two episodes. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's but, that's a bit much. No, but I get it. I get oh, it. Okay. I get it. We're near the end of the season. They've rationalized it because they do the thing that lots of people that have read the book don't really want to see the book again. They don't mind changing it. And what they've done is they've made an alternate reality to the world created in the book. Okay. And see that. Yeah. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead with your thought, man. I'm sorry. That's, that's the thing. I mean, like, and it's, it's not even the story. I like the story they're telling. Yeah, I don't like. There's some other like gratuitous stuff and some very like they've changed some things that I thought would have would have been really cool to see on TV. Yeah. and then they've added a whole different storyline that's really super gross. That was like, okay, well, oh, this is happening, so I'm out of the room for five minutes because I don't want to see that. That's disgusting. Yeah, um, they they <laughs> they changed a lot of stuff. They did it the way they wanted to. My wife's loving it, so. As long as she's happy with it, I'm happy with it. Yeah. I, uh, I really wish some, I hope someday they, somebody picks up this, makes a movie out of the book because it was like a perfectly self-contained. It's one of those things where we say, oh, it'd be great for this to be a series. Well, this would have been yeah. a perfectly self-contained movie because it has oh, a series yeah. of these. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But it's yeah. worth checking out. And the actors in it, I love them. Everybody in it does such a good job. I cannot really? complain about the quality of it or the, or the acting, because it's got that young guy from Dallas um, playing uh, Atticus, the, the main character, and uh, the one I, that was in, um, uh, the what's the one, the Spike Lee movie about the, is it the Five oh, Bloods? Oh, the Five Bloods, yeah. He's in it as the son of one of them, and he's in that movie, um, The Last uh, Black Man in San Francisco, I think. So. Okay that yeah and so yeah well, i remember I, mean, I remember you touting him and saying that he was one of your favorite you know favorite new actors on on the scene or whatever uh yeah, he doesn't I, let I, me down he's he's good heck yeah man i hadn't i hadn't finished the five bloods yet i started that and uh i can't remember what happened i know i got distracted and had to get up and go do some stuff or whatever and i never did finish it but yeah I'm, I'm right there with you he is a very good talented young actor uh and so and i've yet to watch uh 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 I I can't think of the blasted name right now, even though you just said it just a second ago. Uh, 
Oh, the one about the San Francisco Lovecraft Country. Yeah, no, love, oh, Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country. Love, yeah. yeah, I haven't I haven't watched that yet. I'm I'm I've been kind of like waiting to start that one. I was kind of like letting it get in so that way I could like if I wanted to watch multiple a, episodes. You're not, I'm not much, much of, of a, a scary horror. person. Yeah, no, yeah, I don't like and, uh, yeah. there's this this um a lot of it's just gore. Yeah. Is what they've done. Okay. This last episode made me jump three times. Really? And it's like my wife said, I just tell me when this is stopped because it's, it's a story. <laughs> so, cause I, she says, I don't want to have, that's going to give me nightmares. I can't see this. What, yeah. And I don't want to spoil it for anybody. The season's almost over. So you're in luck. Once the season's over, you can just binge all of it. Heck yeah. Yeah, man. I, I, uh, I recommend it. I just, it's, I recommend it. I'm just like, I'm being yeah. a picky baby. I have, I have, I, I have horrible, I have horrible nightmares, man. Uh, that's, that's why I don't do horror very much. Like I even had one the other day that, that, that like just absolutely terrified me. I had to get up and turn on all the lights in the house. And, uh, I'll tell you what it was real quick because it involved your old house, uh, your parents' house. And, oh, uh, no. yeah, man. And it, like, I was, uh, I was a little kid I was a little kid and we were at your house and uh, you weren't in the room, but I was in the room. I was in, uh, I, th- I think it was, it was about the time that your sister had moved out, that the, that the room back there was empty or whatever, but it was like weird because it was full of stuff and it didn't seem like your parents' house because every time I've been over there, everything's been very meticulously like put away and everything's in order yeah. and all like this type of stuff. I'm not saying it's like tell, that whenever I'm not there. I'm just no, saying that. Tell me about th- it. No, it, it is. Tell me yeah. about it. It's so annoying. I swear to God, because yeah. my house is not like that. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like I said, my house is obviously not like that at all. But I, that's one thing I remember, like going over to your, going over to your parents' house. Everything was very meticulously put away and all like this type of stuff. And so, like, it was weird to go back into her room and have it full of stuff or whatever. And I remember being back in that room and I didn't see the entity, but I could feel the entity in the room mm. or whatever. And it was just yeah. like super, super like menacing and all like this type of stuff. And then I, I woke up from it. And then whenever I woke up, I was good for a second. And then all of a sudden I felt the entity in my room, like physical room, like I actually like as I was there. And it could have just been because I was thinking about it or whatnot. Or I do believe that I have got something in my house also, but I don't think it's, you know, menacing or anything like that. But I felt I felt it in my room. And so, of course, I like turned on all the lights and all like this type of stuff. And I was up for about like the next 15 minutes and stuff. And it was just <sighs> that's, that's, yeah, that's whenever you turn the light, turn the lamp on, and turn the TV on, and you sleep the rest of the night with both those on, and say, "Okay, I'm good. I'm, I'm okay. I got lights on. I'm I'm all right." Yeah, yeah. So it was. Yeah, I had yeah. a really bad nightmare the other night, and it's <coughs> excuse me, it's almost like watching a movie, a complete movie, because it was it didn't personally involve me. Yeah, and it involved. It's very hazy now. I remember waking up from it saying, that, oh God, I, it was horrible going through <laughs> that. But I'm like, I need to remember this and write it down because it involved three couples, like boyfriend, girlfriend, or married couples. And they yeah. somebody gets them, and they're, it's like being, they were put in a place they can't escape from. Oh, wow. And, they're, and I can't remember all the details. I just remember it being very, very cruel to each spouse. So the men are separated over here and the women are separated over here. And each, there's like three challenges that they have to go through. Yeah. And, or is it three? I can't remember the numbers. Anyhow, 
to get to the winner out of the six. And there's a there's a like a the good challenge and then the bad challenge. And each the man and the wife have to reach their hand in at the same time and pull out uh, one of two objects. And whoever gets the good challenge has a really good chance of su- succeeding in their challenge. Like it's a piece of cake almost. Oh wow! The, but if they pull out the hard challenge, it's like they might just die doing this. Oh wow! And there's no getting out of it. Anyhow, yeah. and it's it's like there, even if you succeed, there are negative repercussions from the challenge. Like this one lady had to do the hard challenge. She succeeded, but she also got infested with these like I don't want to call them like she got these eggs laid in her. Oh wow! Holy that, crap! Like the alien kind of start popping out all of a sudden. Yeah. Later during the next challenge, and it becomes like started attacking everybody. It's horrific, horrific. Yeah. And I sounds like it. <laughs> that's just part of it. I I can't. That's about <laughs> all I can remember. Is like that's it, and like, it didn't end well. I don't think. No, I think <laughs> at the end, I think they might have gathered. They might have ganged up on whoever figured out who it was that was like torturing them, and oh, uh, they okay. got out of it. But have so you it was ever almost like had a saw a type thing? Yeah, and I don't like saw, but that yeah. one either, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Have you ever had a dream where you sleep? You're asleep, but you're sleeping and dreaming that you're trying to sleep and awake. Yeah. I had that night before last two. And it was so, I woke up so tired because I felt like my, my brain felt that it was awake, but I was sleeping. Well, and, and, and have you ever had the, have you ever had the ones where you, you're asleep and you know you're asleep and you're having a nightmare and, and, and you know it's that you're having a nightmare and you yeah. try to wake yourself up and you can't, like, you'll try to like scream and like all you can get out is like, uh, 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 or, or, yeah. or try to like move and you can't because you're frozen just because you're asleep. And I've it's had like, sleep oh. paralysis before. Oh yeah. And it's yeah. terrible. I had a, there was a moment in time when I served on a grand jury. I lived out in a real rural area and there was a really violent crime that I was on the grand jury for. And yeah. I actually went home alone because there was no secrecy to who we were in the small county that I lived in. And like the accusers, the, the, the guy that killed the person, his family was sitting out there when we walked out and it's, I thought that was supposed to be like secret, but yeah, no, they no were kidding. all hanging out. They were all hanging outside the courthouse. Um, and the, and the victim's family was there, which I thought were really weird. And I went home and I lived only like eight miles from the, the court? courthouse. Really? And I would have, I would have fear of people showing up at my house and not. Yeah. No kidding. I remember dude. one I night too. I woke Holy up. Crap. And I lived alone. I lived, I lived alone for a very, very long time. And then this yeah. house that I lived on was kind of creepy. I don't know if you even saw this one that I'm talking about. It's, it lived, uh, it's d- about two, three miles down the road from my mom and dad's house towards the, the west. Oh, okay. No, I didn't. I, no, no I never and it was a, it, I lived there for about a year, year and a half. And, um, when I opportunity got to get out of there, I got out of there. Yeah. One night yeah. I remember I heard somebody in the house. Really, and I could feel them. I woke up, I was awake, and I could feel this felt like somebody was standing right next to the bed, that yeah. kind of thing. And I'm like, I need to, I need to move, I need to get up, I need to move. I couldn't move. Yeah, oh, the whole dude, sleep it's... paralysis thing. It, yeah, it's a, I, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's, it's... that's not a being helpless is not 
fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, man, it, it is it is it is not fun at all. Like like I I keep saying that like, I I think that I've got something, you know, whatever in the house. I don't think it's menacing or whatever. You know, I'll have uh I'll have figures in my room that are just like knocked over and it's like that figure has no uh, no reason to be knocked over. Uh, I had one that was over on the shelf, you know, where the TV is. It's actually one of the G.I. Joe figures, and I've, I never mess with those, but it was moved from the shelf, and it was over onto the table, and I know that I didn't move it over there myself. And, you know, like I came in today, and there was actually a figure that had uh, been knocked over, and it was just like it was. it looked more like it was actually, like, placed in, like, this weird kind of spot because it had turned sideways and fallen perfectly through these two other figures, but it was laying on its side and stuff. And it was just like, it just, <clears throat> I mean, it could have just been coincidence that it fell over and it didn't knock these other two figures over. Yeah. And, I, but I, yeah, I know what you're saying, but you know, but you know, the chain <clears throat> reactions that I have in my room, whenever I accidentally tap the shelf and 10 things fall over, you know, that's, so that's like, true. <clears throat> it's kind of hard for me to believe that that one figure fell over, turned sideways perfectly, went between the two, and then stayed there on its side between the two, and then didn't knock anything else over. So it kind of like I know, but see, you got a lot of people saying, "Well, you got a roommate; he's just yeah. messing with you." But I, <laughs> no, knowing your no. roommate, I don't think he would. I think he has more respect for you and your. Yeah, no, 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 exactly. He wouldn't I, do that. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like, and plus, I had a thing back whenever I was married. I came in one day. And uh, this will be a good Halloween episode, good little October episode, because I'm uh, talking about some spooky stuff, you know. Uh, but uh, I, uh, I'd i come home from work. This is back when I was still married, and I was working at the steel company, and I worked, in the, I worked you know, from 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. And mm-hmm. my, my ex-wife, she worked from 8 until 5. And so I'd actually come home, and I'd parked in the driveway, and I parked, you know, on the, you know, I gave her the spot that was closest to the door. And so I actually had to walk across the driveway from in the spot where she would normally be parked at. So I knew that she wasn't there. And I walked in the door, and I'm carrying my lunchbox, and I hang my keys up next to the door. And I come walking across the living room, and from the back of the house, I hear, oh, hi, honey. Like, clear as day. Clear as day. To the point to where I stopped. I dropped my lunchbox. I walked back outside to see if her car was out there. Her car wasn't out there. I'm getting chill bumps telling this blasted story like you wouldn't yeah. believe. And I walked back to the back of the house, and I looked all over, and there's nobody back here, but it was really kind of chilly, you know, and all like this type of stuff. And, like, there's been other things to where, like, I've had certain dreams to where, like, you know, there's times, and it, and it could be just because the Dresden file books, because there's been times where, you know, I'll be in the house by myself, and I just don't feel alone. You know, you, you yeah, don't yeah. feel like, and Sally used to do it all the time where she would stare down the hallway and just stare oh, yeah. at something and just stare yeah. into, into nothingness. There were times that she would stare down the hallway and growl. And then there's times where she'd stare really? down the hallway. And, yeah. The, then there was times where she stared down the hallway and just stare, but you know, she didn't ever act like it was anything like menacing or whatever, except for the one time, you know, few times that she did actually growl at something down the hallway, but I wasn't sure what the heck it was. And I just kind of wrote it off, blah, 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 blah. And I might be a little bit more paranoid since I don't have the dog anymore, you know, you know, since I lost her back, you know, in April, and it could just be that I'm a little bit more, 
you know, leery and a little bit more paranoid about things and all like this type of junk, you know, but I've been, you know, ever, ever since that dream the other night, man, I tell you what, I've been jumpy at all, just about every blast of noise that's going on and all like this type bad. of that stuff, man. No, but yeah, no there's, doubt, man. Yeah, there's been, there's been some, there's been some creepiness that's, that's, that's happened and stuff like that here, but you know, nothing, like I said, nothing like too menacing except for the other day, other night, whenever I woke up and I kind of felt like it was just, I didn't feel safe. You know what I'm saying? That, that feeling of like, I'm not safe. And no matter what I do, I can't protect myself because this is not an entity of this world type thing or whatever. Oh so God. It's just whenever you just kind of like grab your Bible and start praying type stuff, you know, <laughs> and just start going like, Oh, yeah. thank you. <laughs> Please dear sweet yeah. baby Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But let's yeah. let's let's talk about one more book. We're almost in an hour. Uh, let's talk about one more book. We won't talk about it that too heavily because I want to reread it again because uh, I finished it not this week but but last week and and I, I want I, I do want to talk about a few things from it. And I don't know if we can be. Uh, we'll probably be spoilerific about it, but you know, just, not very just, spoilery. Yeah, I'm we gonna try. We to, don't have to. I'm going to try to be unspoiler about it, but I'm not going to give any guarantees either. But like, I might have to re-listen to it too. Yeah. Because it was such a, it was such a brutal, like I still haven't gone back and redid the last Red Rising book because I haven't recovered from it yet. I haven't either, dude. I tried, I tried uh, starting that one again and I couldn't do it. I was just like, you know what, man, I, 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 emotionally, I can't take this right now, (laughs) but yeah. But the the battleground from the Dresden Files by by Jim Butcher came out uh, yeah. s- September twenty ninth, and of course we both jumped on it. And I, I had pre ordered it. You actually bought it that night, I think, or that day, or or, or pre ordered it within before, yeah. the night before. And uh, you know, we both just devoured it. Actually, all three of us, me, you, and Stephen, both just devoured it. Uh, and man, oh, such a good book. Such it a was good hard book. to stop. Yes. It's really hard to stop. Oh my god. You gosh. know how here's the thing. Peace Talks was came out in July. Yep. It we, we knew ahead of time that Peace Talks and Battleground were supposed to be just one book. And yes. I definitely had that feeling. There was no delay. It was like Peace Talks ends, Battleground begins, and it just keeps flowing. Because Peace Talks was a little bit um slower. It's like all build up. Oh yeah. Build up. Yeah build up and then something big happened yes and then and then that's where that's what every dresden book is like that there's lots of stuff happens 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 and then something big happens and then they have to deal with that this entire book 15 hour book was them dealing with that thing that happened in the entire 12 and a half 13 hours of peace talks yeah he did such you know, I've loved the Dresden Files. You sold me on it. I have yeah. only read. I've only gone through the series. I'm going. I've just got caught up with all the books except for the extra short stories. I haven't done them yet. This, and I've liked them. I've had some books. I'm like, yeah, I could have done without that one. That was, yeah. But I see it. I see now. Yeah. Going back to each book, everything is a piece in this puzzle. He's been Every, building. To oh my gosh, for seventeen dude. books for twenty years. Yes. He's yeah. been working on this leading to this. And I know a lot of it probably was stuff he's added and come up with uh, along the way, because yeah. I think the first book was kind of like a whim or challenge or whatever that a teacher had given him. And he's like, okay, I'll try this. It's not yeah. going to work. And then, it, then he's like, oh, oh, it did work. What the teacher told me to do worked. So I'm just going <laughs> to yeah. go with it. And, uh, 
yeah, this I'm not. This is me not being spoilery. I'm hooked. I'm like, <laughs> give me the next book. I know it right now. Yeah, yeah. Next yeah. next year, please don't, don't be- turn into don't turn into Patrick Rothfuss and don't turn into oh George R. R. Martin. Yeah, don't become that. I can wait. We waited five years for this one. Yeah, and I guess That's- I can wait five years for the next one, but it's going to be really difficult. I don't think I don't think that the next one will be that long of a wait. I think that this one was such a long of a wait just because it, it you know, it, it did have so much take place and it was such a massive because you think, dude, that would have been a massive book if it would have been all released as one book. You know, oh, yeah. peace, peace talks and battlegrounds. If that would have been released as one book, that would have been such a massive book that it would have dwarfed all the other books. So I, I get why they split it up into two. I, I don't necessarily like that they split it up into two because you made me wait two, three months while I sit there and waited for battlegrounds while, while salivating, trying to figure out. And even still, like there's still a cliffhanger and a half with this one because there's still somebody that's kind of basically like trapped in limbo and they don't know how they're going to free him. You know, and, oh, yeah. and it's, and it's, yeah. and it's, it's, it's one of the, our beloved characters or whatever. Uh, yeah. but you know, and oh gosh, <sighs> there's so many reveals and things that have been going on behind the scenes. They reveal in this one. Oh and I'm yeah. Like, no way. No yeah. way. The very first Dresden files book Stormfront was eight hours. Yeah. This one, it had, they had combined peace talks with battleground. It would have been just, it would have been 29 hours. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The longest book that he's put out was Cold Days at 18 hours and 50 minutes. Yeah. So yeah, it's a it would have been a really really big book. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. And I love Cold Days, dude. Cold Days is such a great book, but like man, like that dude has definitely hit his stride, man, and he's doing some excellent storytelling. And I just I just can't wait for the next book, man. I'm so excited for the next book. It's it's just ridiculous. Uh, and uh, every and character, I think almost every character he's, I think almost every character it was in this one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Except for the ones that he killed in the past. Well, yeah. And, and what gets me is like, uh, you know, butters is obviously in this, in this, in this book. And I was oh, reading, God. I was reading something about that, that whenever he initially came up with butters, butters was just technically a throwaway character. Like he was, he just felt like one initially. Yeah. yeah, he was supposed to be like a one and done character, and that was it. You're never going to hear from Butters, but Butters served a purpose. So now he's got basically like a little medic guy that can kind oh, of show up. Me, whenever... Oh, he's not just a little medic. Dude. You just gave me uh-uh. chills because I'm remembering, <laughs> and we're not going to talk about it. There's a scene yeah. that I didn't. I almost quit because you gave me a hint, and I was listening to the chapter. I'm like, nothing's happened. Nothing. Oh, I said I know what's going to happen. I have to stop. Yeah. But Butters, but if Butters didn't exist, yeah. this entire, if Harry Dresden was a real person, Butters being there would have made this entire book go sideways. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's a <laughs> knight for a reason. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. Oh, with man. his lightsaber. I, yeah, with his lightsaber. And man, it's I, so I, crazy. Isn't it, though? And like, I, I, I didn't want to, I was trying not to. Gosh, man, that was killing me because I was ahead of y'all and I like, I wanted to like talk to y'all about it, but I didn't want to like spoil it either. So I would send things like butters, <laughs> whatever, whenever we got like super excited about whatever. Oh, and, I couldn't and, handle it. And man, 20, 20 chapters, 21 through 25 were such a beating. 
uh, and they go by so quick and you don't even want to pause. You don't want to stop. You don't want to take your headphones out of your ears. You don't want to like, you know, un- disconnect from whatever thing that you're listening on. Uh, it was just so, so uh, brutal, but like, it, uh, you know, because I, I'll, I'll, here's the deepest of spoilers that I'm going to get to. You lose yeah. two, you lose two main characters basically in this book. Two oh, characters, yeah. two characters that have been there since book one that have been there for the entire run of the series. And I think that they make appearances in every blasted book. So you have, you lose two characters two and I'll, I'll consider the main characters, even though they're only secondary characters, because you know, the series is called the Dresden files, but to me, they're main characters by the way that they're written and the way that they have appeared in every book. But you know, just the whole, there's there there's uh, there's there's something that happens there towards the end and it's just a symbol that appears and uh I'll talk to you about mm-hmm. that here in just a second but there's a symbol that just appears uh where they fell that yeah that made me it made me cry dude I'm not going to lie like it <clears throat> it made me cry when basically both of them fell you know especially yeah. one of them especially one of them the, you well, know I, well, I had yeah. to stop I had to stop and I had to take a breath and I had to gather myself because I'm at work and I'm like, man, I just can't do this right now. Like you're killing me here, Jim. Like I'm in the middle of work and and, and you're killing me here. <laughs> like this is not cool. Like Look, you I'm just a- <laughs> ripped a part of your heart away. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's like just reached in there, grabbed it, twisted it, and just tossed it in the in the disposal. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, and, and then it the was other- such a the lead up to. The lead up to that was such a perfect moment, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, the my lead gosh. up to to the one thing, the one character that died, was yeah. such a perfect moment. Such oh, a my like, goodness. such a person that no one would expect to be able to do anything because they always doubt this character. Oh yeah, and takes out the biggest badass. Oh one yeah, of the, not the but one of the biggest bad guy characters there was in the, the most feared definitely. Oh yeah. And went out like a warrior, man. Oh dude. Good Lord. It's such yes, they so did. good. Yes, they did. And, and I, and I was, I was, I was, I was ecstatic whenever I had guessed correctly. Just, you know, I was like, all right, yes, oh, yeah. that, that is, that is very suiting for that character. Um, you're uh, to explain was, to me what it means though. Cause I, Yeah. Cause yeah. I remember the discussion, but I'm like, cause there's, you know, I can say this is good. It involves, um, something has to happen. Everybody that no one can, everybody that remembers them has to have forgotten them or yeah, being, they have to have to fade from the memory. Uh, so yeah. they have to, they have to fade from the memory of the people that cared for them and loved them before they can make their reappearance or whatever. And in so the I don't know cohort of the I don't even how to say the word Einher Einher uh, If if you want to okay. get technical, if you want to get technical about it, you got to roll that R. I just call it the Einher Yar, uh, but it's actually Einher Yar Einher Yar Einher Yeah Yeah is for singular, and Einher Einher is for plural. And which, if you're not familiar with the Einher Yar or the Einher Yarin, and it's the uh, it's the uh, Warriors of Valhalla that practice and uh, and battle daily, and they die daily, and then they're reborn every day in the Mead Hall of Odin, 
and where they feast and 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 do all the great things that are good for the soul feasting you know drinking and and you you, you know what follows along with feasting and drinking that reproduction type thing so we'll just leave it at oh, that yeah you know that that happens in the mead hall of odin and so they, they 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 battle every day they die every day they're reborn every day and uh so so <laughs> this one you know marcone is a uh employer of the einherjar from uh odin himself and stuff like that so but these people have got to fade from the memory of those that loved them so and that's what got me like like one the other character that that died in, in a pretty selfless manner uh really surprised me well it didn't surprise me that he that 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 person did die that way but what surprised me was the the emotion i felt for it later whenever the, uh someone that cared for that person the way they were talking about him and actually gave his name oh shoot i just kind of gave it away a little bit i was trying to be gender specific, you know it's, it's, it's gender neutral enough. about it yeah it's vague enough it's somebody that harry never got along with we can say yeah that. no exactly harry never got, got along with him and particularly liked him and so you don't really like them too much as a character but then you hear another person talk about them and it it gives just that one moment, just that one moment along with all the other moments where you've seen them and re heard about them and, and the different books that it all of a sudden builds that character, gives that character just that extra push over the edge that makes you feel yeah. sorrow for him. And so oh God, you brought up Johnny Marcone. Oh my God. So many yeah. re revelations, so many twists, so many oh. obstacles put in Harry's way for the future. Oh, so I know it. Uh, it's oh. like he's just continuously under a death sentence. Yeah. Basically. And <laughs> he's kind of happy about it, I think. Yeah. Oh, there. Yeah. We need to, um, we need to wrap. When you do it, <laughs> when we need to wrap. And when we get a chance to talk again after yeah. reading it again, we got a lot of spoilery stuff. I just need you to help me walk. And there's so much. Oh, yeah. Well, Santa the next Claus, time... man. Oh, no. It... <laughs> Santa. <laughs> Well, Santa, Santa is Odin. Santa, Santa. Oh yeah, was, we knew that yeah, from the last yeah. time, oh, or a yeah. couple of books ago. Um, it's also crazy. So much he he takes everything in mythology and pop culture and just makes it his own. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's great, dude. I love it. I love it so much. And a lot of it is like a lot of it is you know uh, mythology. Like like a uh, uh, you know one of the one of one of the one of the things of, of Odin is, is the wanderer and, uh, uh, and one of his, one of his personalities or whatever is what is kind of based, uh, uh, Santa Claus off of. And even, uh, uh, the, 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 the horse Odin's horse, I think is Slatenir. Like there's Gunnir and Slatenir. Yeah. Yeah. Gunnir, I think Gunnir, I think is the spear. Which uh, you know, you you name your target, you throw the spear, you're not going to miss. It's it's it will always find its target. And then I think Slatenir is the horse. I could have those reversed. I can't remember right off the top of my head, so don't crucify me if I'm wrong. But Slatenir is is an eight legged horse, and they even you yeah. know they they say that the Slatenir's uh, eight legs is what the eight reindeer are based off of for 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 Santa Claus's 
reindeer. And That's stuff awesome. Like that. So yeah, it's, That's it's awesome. It's a bunch of I stuff love like learning that. those little ties together. Th- how things drew, oh, grew yeah. from something else. Yeah, man, yeah. I, I do. I do too. That's the reason why my brain is full of like stupid little facts like that, man. Like just things like that. Like, and then you know, you, you had the Christians with Saint Nicholas who who used to come around and drop bags of you know gold down people's uh, uh, chimneys, and that's how the whole like Santa Claus getting into your house through chimneys or whatever. But yeah, man, uh, we're we're gonna go ahead and wrap. Uh, because if we, if if we talk any more about this, I'm going to get super spoilerific about it. We'll give it another week or two, and and we'll really get deep and and get into spoilers and stuff like that. So so if you want to read the book before we spoil the hell out of it for it for you, then do so. Because the next time we talk, we're going to spoil the crap out of it. Uh, because I can't I can't hold back much longer, and I want to I want to get another read through on it. <clears throat> and I'm probably going to start that up this next week. I'm going to finish up Helmet for My Pillow. Which is uh, my recommendation for you to get on Audible, that or with the Old Breed by Eli Sledge. Both those books are are excellent. I actually enjoy uh, with the Old Breed by Eli Sledge better. I didn't realize that that the First Marine Division was actually uh, in uh, Australia for nine months. I didn't realize that they were actually in Australia for nine months. Man, that's crazy. Yeah, uh, yeah. That that kind of blew my mind because in the in the show of the Pacific, it just shows them there, and they're there for like an episode, but you don't realize the amount of time that passes by. And that's one of the things that I disliked about that show is that it doesn't really exactly tell you what island they're on and when, because like the first yeah. Marine Division, they were on they were on multiple islands, but the 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 what they show in the Pacific is 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 Gua- Guadalcanal. Which is one of the worst battles of the Pacific, uh, Guadalcanal, and that was mainly because they were cut off. They had no uh, U.S. Navy ships out there to resupply them and stuff like that. So water was getting low and all like that type of good stuff. Then Australia, then New Britain, and then Peleliu, and Peleliu like gets overlooked because it was, was kind of like it's kind of really no reason that they were even there fighting. It was just kind of like. They they did it and they wanted the airfield there on Peleliu, but they didn't really have they, they they didn't really need it. They they could have been supplied through other airfields and stuff like that. And I think that's one of the they said yeah. that that's one of the reasons why the Battle of Peleliu actually gets overlooked. And then uh, it takes you to Okinawa also because the First Marine Division was on Okinawa. And uh, the, yeah. the the book the book uh, with the old breed actually details that Battle of Okinawa a lot better than what the show the Pacific does the show the Pacific just kind of like glances over it whereas the book is just absolutely amazing so either one of those I'm, I've really gotten into the studying up on the Battle of the uh, on the War in the Pacific here recently uh, so I would say either either those two books would be my suggestions for you guys to pick up on on Audible this month or just or just yeah. whatever or even Battlegrounds I, by the Dresden Files. So I started Helmet, but and I, in fact I listened quite a bit this morning. I got through all the way into where they're at the second level after boot camp, where he's been. I'm I'm really early in, but I'm to the point okay. where they're where he's got assigned to become a machine gunner and oh yeah the reason I I got it and I started it and I was like no I can't I need to finish the book I'm on because I'm I had gone back to my Expanse rereading and I'm in Persepolis Rising oh okay. near the end of it and then I have one more book in that series and then I'm waiting again for yeah. them to release the the final book 
Okay, yeah. Yeah, see, that's that's my plan right now. I'm going to finish up. I'll finish up Helmet for My Pillow tomorrow at work. I don't have that much longer left on it, honestly. I'm, I'm like, damn near finished with it. I think I've got, like, maybe an hour, maybe even uh, one hour and 12 minutes left on the book. And then after oh, yeah. that, I'm gonna, after that, I'm going to read. I'm going to go through Peace Talks and Battleground back to back, so I can get wow. that good. I'm going to get that good flow through through it, and then I'm going to start back on uh, the Expanse. I had planned on jumping back on the Expanse after you said that you were going to do it, and I really wanted to do that myself. But I want to get that. It's good... just it's it's every bit as good as we remember it to be. Every oh, time yeah. I'm like, it can't be that good. I'm like, it's that good. Oh and yeah. I'm remembering what happens in the next book with one of our main characters. I'm like, I don't know if I want to go through reading that again too, because <laughs> we just went through that. It's like these, they're not, they are main characters, but they're not the number one yeah, or two character. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But they are, they're like, there would not be the main character without these characters. Exactly. They're, they're too important to be labeled as secondary or ancillary characters, but they're not necessarily the main character where, where like the story is actually kind of about this person. It's not yeah. necessarily about this person, but they play such a major role along with the main character that you kind of can't look at them as just, you know, secondaries. You can't look at them as secondaries. It's like technically Luke Skywalker is the main character in, in star Wars, Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader. But you can't look at Han Solo and say he's not a main character. You know, he's he's or, Chew, too, or he's, Chewbacca, exactly. Or Chewbacca. That's actually a better. Uh, that's that's actually better if you ask me because yeah yeah because because Han Solo is definitely not who he is without Chewbacca. Without without Chewbacca, Han Solo doesn't come back to help save the day because well, Chewbacca to, to is his, basically his, Chewbacca is the Star Wars Amos. Yes, yes, exactly. Well, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, Chewbacca is Han Solo's morality, is what he is. Yeah. So well, Han yeah. is kind of Han is kind of the Amos, and That's and Chewbacca true. and Chewbacca is 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 like uh, Naomi basically, like Chewbacca yeah. is is his uh, is his morality. So yeah. Well, cool, man. Oh, let's wrap this up. We can yeah, go on for another it. four hours. Oh, we, dude, we I can easily go on for another four hours. Oh, crap. I already did the audible plug. So I'll say go by and follow us on Twitter. Uh, it's the 2BT show. That's at 2BT show. That's the number two. And if you want to email us, that's the number 2BT show at gmail.com. That's 2BT show at gmail.com. Uh, go by and check out Michael's other uh, podcast, it's Texas History Lessons. It's pretty stinking awesome. I've got a few episodes I need yeah. to get caught up on. What's that? What do you what do you yeah, mean? Yeah, if you don't plug it, I'll plug it for you, and I'll I'll, I'll blow it out of the water and be like, no, I appreciate so it. Freaking go! Uh, I've actually it's go- been a really fun doing, and I've had a lot of I've been really surprised how much positive feedback I've gotten. I from know it, my man. T- teachers and stuff, man. And that's um, freaking I actually cool, just made man. a and I just a guy that does another podcast. I don't know him. He's not part of the Nerd Legion group or anything. He. He sent me a message and, uh, I've got he, super easiest way to put up a, a, a podcast website. Yeah. Is this thing called pod page. And it does remember when we tried to, I tried to do a website for just for two BT mm-hmm. and it was so much work. And the thing that made it so much work is getting the, like setting everything up. 
Like all I yeah. really wanted to do is be able to go on this page, have everything done for me. Like the audio is already there, the artwork, everything's done. And then I yeah. just want to go like write a post or, or like if you like this or if you like this, uh, this, uh, episode, go check out this stuff. Here's the links to some articles, like yeah. supplementary stuff. And it was so much work just making the website and posting it every time we did an episode that I never had time to do the fun stuff I wanted to do. Yeah. And this guy that out of nowhere says, Hey, there you go. Do this. And I'm like, well, okay. TexasHistoryLessons.com is born. Yeah. I don't have to do a darn thing. That's freaking awesome, other than, dude. So yeah, people are cool. I'm, and Heck I'm, yeah, I'm man. very appreciative. I mean, it's like, I got, I got a, I got a, and I'm not, this guy that contacted me, this TexasTejano.com mm-hmm. that is participating with this. I'm, I'm humbled. <laughs> you need to go check out. No, I'm the, I talked to the guy for an hour, the, uh, three weeks ago. Really? I'm humbled that he would want to participate in my little beginning of something. He's been working for 25 years. He set up, Holy crap. he created Tejano heritage month as a part of an association with Hispanic heritage month. He's been recognized for all kinds of stuff by the Texas historical commission. He set up the Hispanic heritage center in San Antonio. They have tons of art. I mean, He's like a big deal person that knows everything about his passion. Yeah. And we had a talk for about an hour when he's like, I want to participate with you. And I'm like, that's cool. Man. Yes. So that's yeah, the feedback cool. is really, really cool. I'm really happy with everything thank like yeah, that. So man. thank you for bringing it up. I don't, I didn't want to, but yeah. it's, 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 it's fun. I've, I've thank learned yeah, so dude. much. I've, I've been enjoying it. Like I said, I'm, I'm a few episodes behind, but that's because I really haven't been listening to too many podcasts here lately. It's because I've been so in, in, you know, enthralled in books here lately that I'm just, I'm just, you know, I, I can't, you know, <laughs> now, now I'm, I'm getting, I know the feeling. Oh yeah. yeah. Now, now, now I'm, I'm getting to the point where I'm kind of able to dial it back on the books since battlegrounds has come out and stuff like that. And I want to finish up this helmet for my pillow that I can actually like get caught up on a few, uh, on a few, uh, podcasts and stuff. So Heck well, yeah. cool. Well, all right, man. Well, that's gonna, that's gonna, that's gonna do it for us today. With that being said, I'm David, uh, Michael Two BT signing out. Adios. Fire condias. So it goes. That's my transformer. Yo, mama. I off. Yeah. <laughs> That wasn't terrible. That was pathetic. Boo. Nerdy Legion. Nerdylegion.com.